Friends, before we begin, let me invite you to keep up with all the Tracks for the Journey resources by subscribing to the Tracks Express newsletter. Once a week, I send a wide range of helps for well-being directly to your inbox. The Express has inspiration and insights for spirituality, relationships, ecology, emotional health, and yes, recipes for good food. The easiest way to subscribe is on my website, www.tracksforthejourney.com. Thanks for listening today. Let me say first of all that I feel honored to share a few words with the 2020 graduating class of the School of Hard Knocks American Campus. We're meeting virtually this year, of course. I would love to see you all in person at this great graduation ceremony, but virtually is the perfect way to conclude 2020. Looking at your faces, I do see some traces of the hardship we've endured on the SHK American campus this year. You've endured a multi-headed hydra of disasters. The important question is, what have you learned? I'm Larry Payne, your host for Tracks for the Journey. In this podcast, we explore ways to improve our well-being with insights from faith, psychology, and history. I'm glad you're with me today. So let's imagine that we're gathered in a huge video chat room at the virtual graduation ceremony for the School of Hard Knocks, American campus. I'm the commencement speaker. So put on your mortarboard cap, mute your microphone, and join me for some reflections on this incredible year of 2020 and beyond. Looking at your faces on the screens today, I do see some traces of the hardship we've endured on the SHK American campus this year. I know that you've endured a multi-headed hydra of disasters. The pandemic slammed us in March and has continued to take lives more than any other nation on the planet so far. The economic crash followed with layoffs, shortages, bankruptcies, cancellations, and meager help from the government. Racial injustice, inequality, and police brutality blew up in the cities to demand changes in our 400-year campaign of discrimination against people of color. The political system devolved into partisan war and lockdown that magnified the problems and divided the national consensus. Finally, your families face massive changes in domestic responsibilities, social life, education, and work patterns in a desperate attempt to handle all of these monsters coming at us. So please, feel no shame if you have a few more wrinkles, gray hair, cravings for a hug to ease the grief, the need for a free meal, or long for a vacation to just about anywhere. 
The late Harvard professor and psychologist Scott Peck began his best-selling 1978 book, The Road Less Traveled, with these words, Life is hard. The year 2020 has been an ultra-high-definition video of this declaration. Let me share with you some good news, though. You have survived. We are here, in December of this year, graduating from all that's happened. Now the encouragement. The way to thrive is to learn from all these battles. We can analyze to find out what's worked and what has failed. We can measure where our game plan succeeded and where it didn't. We can pick up the pieces and build something stronger for the future. Lessons learned for our personal adjustment is the subject of my commencement address today. Let me suggest the primary lesson is not new, and yet it's even more important now than ever before. I suggest lesson learned number one is character counts. This is more than a curriculum to teach in an elementary school. The foundation of character is essential for personal life and community. The ancient philosophers Socrates, Plato, Aristotle, and others laid out the virtues that bring well-being. They also addressed the vices that destroy life. Faith traditions added their insights for our instruction. The virtues and the vices were everywhere on display in 2020. We saw courage in hospital workers, dishonesty in politicians, kindness in volunteers, greed in business leaders, hatred on the streets, faith in so many hearts who were struggling, wisdom in the voters, and justice in the judges who settled so many of our cases. Did you rise to these highest values and virtues this year? None of us can claim perfection, I'm sure. How can we move closer to these ideals as we move into a new year and beyond? Many will find help in faith traditions. The great virtues of life are highlighted in the words of the prophets from every faith. Jesus distilled the essence of virtue in what we call the great commandment. He said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. These words can be the north star that will guide us to wise and virtuous living daily. I think of Juan Fitz, a longtime emergency room doctor, teacher, and community activist in my city. For 40 years, he gave his energy in medicine, training students, healing patients, and leading the local Latino community. He was on duty early in November taking care of a COVID patient. Shortly afterward, his symptoms started. In just a month, the disease took his life, as it has more than 2,000 health care workers in the United States. His character counted for more than just a bottle of medicine in our community. It's shown a life of virtue for family and city. I'd like to present a second lesson to you graduates of 2020 in the School of Hard Knocks. It is the lesson 
of finding a common truth. Our nation has debated the truth about coronavirus, masks, social distancing, individual rights, and government power, just to name a few. We've debated about the politicians running for office, tried to sort out misinformation from fact, and what policies are best for the state and the nation. We've struggled to find a common truth that can keep our local communities united as brutal murders, unrest, racial privileges, and even monuments of stone drive a wedge between neighbors. This is no world for the uninformed who just want to ignore it all. The problems cannot be solved by more hours playing video games or binge-watching pseudo-reality shows. We must engage our mind and heart to work on thorny ethical questions with complex factors at every turn. Let's celebrate the medical researchers who have developed treatments and vaccines. Let's honor the scholars who have pushed us to glimpse more than the sound bites of the talking heads on social media. Let's celebrate the hard work of artists and musicians who have stirred our emotions to discover more of ourselves. We can find hope in the faith leaders who lead us into the streets with works of charity for the needy. If you're to survive 2021, it's important to seek the common truths that hold us together in our mutual struggle. I think of Ed, the chief of police in my city. When the riots against social injustice broke out this summer, he took an aggressive stance. A black man, he had lived under the injustices of our society for his whole life. As the leader of a police force with its own issues, he was in a place of true tension. But the day of the first large march here following the death of George Floyd, Ed walked in the front of the line, reaching out to people of color and his officers together. He lived a common truth that has helped my city. During our break today, I'd like to describe an app that you can load on your phone to help with your emotional awareness. It's called the Mood Meter. I found this as I read an exciting book entitled Permission to Feel by Dr. Mark Brackett. He and his colleagues at Yale University developed a simple app that can help you better understand your own emotional state and take actions to improve it. In this simple app, you're invited to choose the way you feel at any given moment and to record it in the app. It's a very simple diagram based in four quadrants and each of those filled with 25 different words. You choose how you feel and then discuss what happened and what you can do. In this app, Dr. Brackett provides a very interesting and easy tool to develop the awareness of our emotions. It provides the opportunity to describe those emotions and to build greater insight around the causes. It also provides some suggestions about how to regulate these feelings. So let me recommend to you the app called 
the mood meter. Now, I don't get any kickbacks from this, but I think you will grow from it. Graduates, thank you for staying awake through my commencement address so far. Let's look at another lesson that I think is so important as we look to a new year and our new lives as graduates. A final lesson is the fabric of community. We must have connections, collaboration, and coexistence to survive. Now, you might laugh a bit and say, Now, during the coronavirus, Larry, isolation in my virus-free bubble was the ticket to health. I will grant that as a temporary health practice. But remember, you perhaps were able to isolate because grocery workers, truck drivers, sanitation workers, soldiers, medical personnel, manufacturing plant workers, electrical technicians, and yes, even politicians, reported for duty in person. These men and women made the choice to carry a community on their shoulders. Each of us is called to do the same in our own way. We can embrace family with patience, grace, and love. We can care for the neighbors around us in need. We can speak to build a bridge of understanding when disagreements arise. We can wear a mask and get a vaccine as a part of a global community of health. We can turn toward renewable energy to invest our lifestyle in a way that sustains hope for 7 billion neighbors. All of these are possible for us as we seek to build community. I find inspiration for the next year in our pilgrimage in the story of Jesus as he told of a busy man who was traveling. This man was traveling a dangerous road on important business when he came upon a victim of crime. As he looked at the bloody, helpless man, he could have just seen a person of a different religion, caste, or clan, and walked on. But he sought the truth of the victim's need, boldly chose to act, and bridged the gap to create a community of healing. The stranger became a neighbor and the broken became healed. Jesus applied this to you as graduates of the 2020 School of Hard Knocks when he said, Go and do likewise. Living with virtue, truth-seeking, and community-building have sustained us in the storms of 2020. I think they're lessons that you can carry on through life from this point. There's only one thing missing your own lessons. I've shared my thoughts by analyzing your own path through these past 12 months. What have you learned that will sustain you for the years ahead? I can't give you that answer, but I can say it is important to engage your skills of reflection now in order not to waste all that you've experienced in these 365 days. The meaning we give to our past will create the choices of tomorrow. Graduates of the School of Hard Knocks, build on from this year to live even better in 2021 and beyond.
friends, this brings an end to season number two of Tracks for the Journey. We've covered some important topics with these ideas, and I hope that they've helped you in some way. Remember that the recordings and the transcripts are available anytime. You can find them at buzzsprout.com forward slash 907-723. That's my personal website. Let me say it again. buzzsprout.com forward slash 907-723. I'll be back in 2021 with some more paths to build your well-being. Tracks for the Journey is recorded at the Bright Star Studio, all rights reserved. Original music by Jan Bork through Epidemic Music. The scripture is from the NIV. I want you to keep tracking on the path to well-being.